This is Channel 253. In this episode of Gimme the Mic. They were like a like a religious picketer, and so they were like, like, no, it's like it's out of love, like I'm trying to like save you or whatever. And I kind of had this conversation with them that ultimately resulted in like, well, when you love people, you don't hurt them and you're hurting these people by right. yelling about this. And um, having that conversation with him and not being combative about it, uh, he put away his megaphone and left. Channel 253 is sponsored by Alaska Airlines. I'm Nate Bowling and I fly Alaska. To book your next trip, go to alaskaair.com. Hi, I am Stella Keating. I'm a trans rights activist and a national public speaker with the Gender Cool Project. I also inspired and helped establish the Mayor's Youth Commission right here in Tacoma. I have grown up in Tacoma for all my life and love it a whole lot. Through my work, I met amazing youth activists around the country and here in Tacoma, doing critical work and making an impact in their communities. The purpose of this podcast series is to highlight important work happening in Tacoma, being led by youth. So give me the mic! Welcome, everyone, to Give Me the Mic. Today I'm here with Peel, or also Peer Education Empowerment League. We have the person who started it all, Colin. Would you introduce yourself, please? Hi, yeah. I'm Colin Veenstra. I use they, them pronouns, and I'm the founder and kind of behind-the-scenes director for Tacoma Peel. Awesome. And um, I'm Arizona Gibson, and my pronouns are they, them. And um, yeah, I'm a member of Peel. Awesome. I'm Kels Moylan, uh, pronouns are she, they, and I'm a member of Peel. Awesome. That's super exciting. Um, so I'm super excited about this, and this is, like, really exciting. It's a dream come true. And so, uh, Same. Colin, <laughs> my first question for you is, uh, what is Peel, and what inspired you to start it? Yeah, so I think a, a lot of things. Um, so um, I've been working with young people for... Uh, a little over a decade now, which is weird to to realize, <laughs> uh, having known you for a few of those. Yeah. Um, and so I, uh, Peel kind of was started by, uh, I had run a few different uh, youth programs in the area that had been related to sexual violence prevention, uh, uh, working with uh, youth about consent education, healthy relationships, and really how uh, other forms of oppression impact those. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... Uh, I had uh, I was working a day job doing uh, sexual health education here in Tacoma and was feeling like I had too much free time. And so I was doing a lot of thinking about uh, peer education programs uh, and how, uh, you know, ways that I had used those in the past in different programs and ways that uh, I really wanted to explore how to really have it be more youth-led. Um, and so I got together with a, a group of uh, youth from former programs I'd been involved in, families I'd stayed connected to, yeah. uh, a lot of youth from uh, Oakland High, which was one of the places I was doing some guest teaching at the time. And uh, we had an interest meeting of, hey, what do you all think about like a peer education program where you all as the youth are really kind of helping me build this? Yeah. And, you know, learning all these organizational pieces uh, and really trying to create something that is like youth-led from the start. 
And uh, somehow, like almost three years later, uh, we're we're still rolling. And, I love it. Uh, yeah, still learning a lot, but uh, that was kind of the basis, like wanting to uh, continue doing sexual violence prevention work, but really try to uh, put it more in the hands of young people so that uh, we weren't doing uh, the—so we weren't uh, really just uh, having it be like adult-facilitated yeah. and then calling it that, or— uh, yeah, that didn't sound great, but we'll edit that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I love that. Um, and so I guess for you two, um, like Peel Youth, um, how did you find Peel and why did you join? Well, I found it from my friend Iris, uh, who was one of the original youth members of Peel who went to Oakland. Um, and they told me about a interest meeting and they like shared it on Instagram and I saw it before. Um, but like, I happened to be spending the night at their house the night before the interest meeting. <laughs> so I just sort of came. I love that. <laughs> um, and yeah, I really liked what was there. I thought it was really important stuff to talk about. And I um, want to go into arts administration on like a youth level. So it sort of like fits really well with what I like to do. That's super cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, yeah, I actually found out about Peel through Kells. Um, so my thing, I just got <laughs> invited. I was along for the ride. I went to the interest meeting. Um, I was very drawn to it because social justice is something that I've been very passionate about. Um, and I wanted to sort of connect more with the community and with other folks that sort of shared those values. It's awesome. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, I just kind of showed up and had a really good time with it and I'm still here. (laughs) That's super cool. How long have you guys been in Peel? I think like a year. Uh, It's been a year. Almost exactly a year. Congrats. Yay. (laughs) That's super cool. Um... That's super awesome. I love that. Um, and you said you've been doing, like, uh, sexual violence prevention for about a decade now? Ah, you know, it's it's hard to say. I mean, so I I kind of I look at my start uh, in prevention work really at when I started making consent zines when I was about uh, Kells in Arizona's age <laughs> um, uh, because I was really doing a lot of, like, uh, just kind of work uh, – in, in community with my friends, uh, yeah. you know, just punk houses in the area doing <laughs> workshops uh, to try to educate ourselves on this stuff, right? Yeah. Uh, and was doing youth development at the same time too, but d- wasn't really able to connect those dots into a job where I was working with youth uh, in, you know, education around prevention until right. I'd say about six or seven years ago. Um, but so that was when a lot of things kind of clicked and it's been fun to get to recombine that activist focus, which was where I came from, uh, in this work, uh, into youth programming again yeah. as well. Yeah. And so I love that. That's perfect. And have you been mostly doing it with just youth? Um, yeah. So when it comes to Peel, uh, that's really the focus, right? So right. I mentioned we had an interest meeting. Um, I think it was summer of 2017, yeah, uh, where I was just really wanting to get feedback on uh, does a program like this sound interesting? And right. that group, I think there were about six or seven youth, and they were like, no, this is just our first meeting. We want to do this. Oh, um, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> so that was that was a nice surprise because um, I really wanted to make sure that it wasn't just a project where I was like, oh, I think think that this could be cool, but I really yeah. wanted that youth voice uh, from the get-go because I think oftentimes youth-serving organizations, uh, as adults, we try to like create all this infrastructure yeah. first, and then we bring youth voice in. And while there's a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff that uh, myself and the other uh, adult uh, volunteer staff do, uh, you know, having being able to like have that intergenerational approach to the whole yeah. organizing, it's been pretty cool. 
Yeah. But yeah, then uh, when it comes to other areas of prevention, I do some like training and consulting with uh, adults who uh, provide services for young people uh, mm-hmm. around like adultism, uh, how to bring prevention uh uh, programming and like outlooks into uh, whatever kind of focus their work is. Yeah. And that's really fun too. Okay. Uh, Kels and I are going to be doing a workshop with a local youth program uh, in Seattle actually in a few oh, a few weeks. Cool. Yeah. That's super exciting. Yeah. So we're trying to kind of start building to where uh, uh, the Peel youth members are uh, really helping with those workshops yeah. as well and helping educate not only their peers, but uh, adults who uh, are working with young people. And, you know, all of us adults have a lot to learn from young so right yeah so do you guys feel like you've been that you've been able to have like a bigger voice since starting peel and been able to like make a larger impact on sexual violence and like stopping it yeah I definitely feel like um there's well since joining peel I have noticed like a shift in Mm -hmm. like the youth members getting more voice and leadership roles um as part of the structure of the group I guess um but also like I feel like what's really awesome about Peel is from the events that we have had, um, not only are we actively like uh, doing work that is coming out into the community, but we're also creating safe spaces yeah. with those events for people. And I feel like having a safe space alone does quite a bit of the work for you because <laughs> it's right. like, you know, catering towards people who would be more likely to be affected. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I feel like... Um, I definitely feel like I've been able to have more of an impact in terms of like my activism work um, through Peel. I feel like the thing that I really love about Peel is that it's really bringing the community into community organizing, you know, Um, and having that like um, that sort of like support system and just being a little bit more organized has, um, I think, just been like very, very important for me in terms of like how I sort of approach activism because I went from just like a ranting punk kid to <laughs> someone actually doing, you know, like act, like real yeah. activism work, you know? Yeah, I totally um, feel that. And um, yeah, I think that just like having that um, that camaraderie of being with a group, you know, um, mm-hmm. is definitely like, I think that, um, yeah, I just think that having like that community element is really important. Like connection is so important in this field you know and so having a space that's like dedicated to that I think is really really important yeah that's fantastic I I do under like I do get the whole like going from being this one person then joining some youth thing and like everything and then finally doing something it's really empowering and like that's what I'm most excited about with this podcast is that um we're gonna be able to have more youth hopefully join you know Mm -hmm. after it's all promoted and once more people see it and it'll be just really amazing. And so um, I just love hearing that and it's super exciting. I, yeah. <laughs> um, and I, I mean, I had started my activism in like fourth grade. And so, um, and like then there weren't very many youth programs. And then, but as like time has come along, as we have spoken up, like we've been a lot, we've, adults have been um, a lot better with listening to us. Thank you, Colin. <laughs> um, you know, you're one of those people that have helped with us and we're we'll help with that. And so, um, you know, it's just it's amazing to hear everyone say that. So who do you want to be impacted the most with Peel? Like who who do you want to really like feel the most impact, even if they're not part of Peel? Mm-hmm. 
I would say, um, like, I don't know. Um, I am, you know, I'm like, I'm like a queer, trans, disabled individual. Mm -hmm. Very much like a lot of the intersections of my identity are identities that exist in the margins. And mm. prior to Peel, I felt very, um, I don't know, very like, it's easy to feel very displaced mm. when you are like a young marginalized person. Yes. Um through a variety of, like, in a variety of different ways, you know, because you're, like, you're young, so you're, like, not taken very seriously, and, you know, you're just sort of trying to, like, figure out what's going on, and then you also are, at the same time, working on navigating, um, like, oppression, and, like, yeah. um, and that can feel intensely isolating and very displaced within the community, you know, and I want any young person that feels like that to in some way not feel like that anymore through the work that Peel does, you know? Yeah. Um, just, it's just, it's so about community. Like just, mm -hmm. I really, really want to like impact any young person that feels voiceless and that feels displaced in that way. Right. Um, as much as it like hurts to like say and think about how hard it is, I really want to um, impact the people who don't really know about the work that we're doing and who aren't like yeah. as heavily affected or like are sort of perpetrators of some of the hardships that can be placed on the people, like, who are marginalized yeah. in the community. Um, just so that, like, pe like people are changing, I guess. Um, which is pretty difficult because that means that you're going to have, like, a lot of hard conversations and there has to be a lot of patience um, from your end. But, yeah, I would say, like, I, I would love to, like, change people's minds as opposed to, like... I. I'm a huge advocate for, you know, creating safe spaces and, like, right. making sure that people feel, feel heard, especially people who aren't traditionally heard, but also, like, creating a shift in the minds of people who normally wouldn't be, like, open to these ideas. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. for sure. And with starting Peel, like, who was your original tar target audience? I mean, yeah, I, I, I think that was a big part of why, like, I wanted to have that interest meeting first, right, to, right. to make sure that um, the, the folks I was thinking might be interested really wanted to be, right? right? Yeah. Um, and so I think ultimately, yeah, kind of echoing uh, what Arizona and Kels have said, where uh, really, you know, young people who, um, I, I wanted it to be an accessible program for young people who... Uh, uh, saw issues in their community that they wanted to engage with and learn about. Uh, and I also wanted it to be a space where I think a lot of leadership programs, uh, we we often kind of run into uh, this, uh, just this problematic kind of formula where uh, leadership programs uh, are, it's more easy to access if you've been a leader in right. the past, right? Mm -hmm. And there's so many layers of oppression uh, and marginalization that can impact somebody's ability to access that, like transportation, um, uh, just even knowing about the the stuff, seeing oneself as a leader, all these different pieces, right? Uh, yeah. So I wanted it, this to be something where um, people who, young people who uh, were, were interested in learning more and uh, were interested in teaching others and like just kind of engaging in that way uh, felt able to without the pressure of, oh, but I haven't done something like this before, right? Right. I know I felt a lot of that when I was a teenager around like right. things I was interested in participating in. And yeah, my hope was to, to try to shift that a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Have y'all felt that from being in Peel? 
I was, I personally am, I consider myself very much a leader. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I don't know if I'm necessarily like someone who has found Peel as like my gateway to leadership. Okay. Because um, I, I sort of had that agency before, but um, I definitely have noticed it amongst the, the other members of Peel. Yeah. Right. Yeah, totally. I would kind of echo that as well. Um, I definitely have, um, I think that I see myself more as a leader um, mm. now, but I, prior to that, like par- prior to joining Peel, rather, I still considered myself sort of um, a leader in like in, um, yeah, social justice work. Yeah. Um, I had run the um, Gender and Sexuality Alliance at my school at one point. Love so it. I sort of had that like in my history, but I think being in Peel in like a more like organized and direct capacity. I think right. that it's like really helps me to feel more empowered to lead, I guess mm. I would say. Um, Cause I did sort of think of myself as a leader previously, but I think it's easy to feel like a little bit um, like, well, I am leading these things, but like almost like, like do I have like the, the place to be doing this or whatever, you mm. know, yeah. um, that sort of like self doubt, I guess. Totally. Um, and then being in Peel, I feel like it's given me a better platform to be like empowered in that way and be like, yes, like youth and marginalized youth absolutely have um, something to bring to the table and absolutely should be leaders. And so that's definitely been very helpful for me in sort of my the way that I see my leadership. That's gorgeous. I love that. Yeah. Um, I think one of the biggest problems with Youth Voices is like people like there's a lot of youth in the world that know that they are leaders but they just don't have the they don't have like a way to really bring that out and mm-hmm. bring it in the right way and I think that um you know things like Peel are doing that and that that's really powerful and um you know even if you already considered yourself a leader you know even you still are affected by these things and I think that's just beautiful um <laughs> and I think it's also like um we live in a world where youth aren't always um Youth voices aren't valued in the same way as adult voices, you know. And um, I think that having um, a program that's like, yes, like your contributions as a young person are valid, right. you know. I think that that's really important for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's, yeah. I Sorry. <laughs> I also wanted to add, I think that Colin has done a really, really good job of accommodating for like the different ways that many of the members of our group like have had, like, barriers of getting to Peel. Um, in particular, like, you provide rides when people need it, or, like, we've had a lot of scheduling um, issues of, like, changing because trying to accommodate for when everyone can show up or, like, when at least most people can show up. Yeah, um, yeah so Colin, I'd like to shout out, has done an amazing <laughs> job of, like, just accommodating for the different ways that it's hard to be a leader. As yeah. Well. I totally second that. Colin rocks. <laughs> <laughs> well, I yeah. think, like, a lot of that, too, is just, like, you know, when you've been working in, like, direct service youth programming, like, you know, I feel like there's just this network of really incredible people in Tacoma who, like, as adults recognize, like, adultism is real, right? And there's so many things, there's so many layers of oppression that youth are navigating, racism, classism, homophobia, transphobia, ableism, so many different things, right? And so, like, you know, I've learned from so many, um, 
other people who do this work and like, what are ways that we can try to, you know, with whatever agency we have, you know, use that to like make it easier, make it more accessible for y'all to take the lead, right? Mm -hmm. And sometimes that means, you know, getting a minivan and driving y'all around. (laughs) (laughs) That's perfect. Oh my God, I'm so excited. This is like a whole dream come true and it's all perfect (laughs) as I imagined it. Um, So we're going to take a break now and uh, we will be right back. This is Doug Mackey, producer of the Channel 253 Podcast Network. This episode of Channel 253 is sponsored by Pacific Lutheran University. PLU is expanding its graduate program and creating more and more ways for you to continue your education. A master's from PLU can take your career to the next level, or it might just be the thing you need to pivot to something you've discovered you're passionate about later in life. The master's in kinesiology is a whole new graduate program adding on to PLU's decades of experience with advanced degrees in nursing, education, fine arts, marketing, and more. Think about PLU as a sort of training ground for what comes next. Earn your spurs here and then ride your new master's degree into the sunset. Best of all, if you live in Tacoma, PLU is just down the street. That means there's no Seattle traffic between you and your degree. To request more information or attend an info session, visit plu.edu slash graduate. My thanks to PLU for their sponsorship of Channel 253. Hey, did you know that you can support this podcast series and other amazing pods on Channel 253? For just $4 a month or $40 a year, you can become a member. Go to channel253.com slash membership to join. And we're back. This is so exciting. I'm so excited about this. So why is a program like Peel necessary for youth in your eyes as youth? Sort of what I've touched on, I guess, um, is uh, it's that I just keep going back to like that sense of like community, you know, Um, and having that like support network of peers and like moving forward and like learning with people that are, um, you know, like your peers yeah. <laughs> god um, <laughs> um yeah so i think that a program like peel is really important in the sense that it brings together people that probably feel a little bit um you know like a little bit isolated or um you know a little bit like not really having a solid support network um yeah and so when you bring everybody together like that and you see like oh these are values that are important to people like me and like oh there are other people that want to make change on these issues you know um I just think that that's like very it's very like empowering and I think it's important to have a space like that for youth specifically because um I don't know just the combination of adultism and like youth not being taken very seriously and then also sort of like the um uh, I don't know. There's this uh, there's this experience when you're like young where you feel like you're kind of navigating the world in a way that's very, um, you know, like it can it can feel like you're kind of just like not like being like backed up a whole lot, I guess, mm. you know, like you're, you're like you don't really know what's going on right. when you're right. <laughs> like an adolescent, you know, like, yeah, um, you're navigating a lot of like just like weird stuff there, you know, mm-hmm. it's a weird age. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. Um, and so having a place like Peel and sort of like having support in place and being like, oh, OK, like this 
is something that other people care about. Um, This is like, I'm not the only person that feels frustrated by some of these issues. I think that that can just be, I think that that's like a very valuable um, type of environment to have where you can just see that, you know, like your struggles are shared by other people and your, you know, desire to change the world is um, shared with your peers. Yeah. Um, I think, okay, so in my head, there are like two different parts of this question. One of them is that for youth in themselves, I feel like being in like and a space that is for youth and catered to you and is like youth led is really empowering for that reason. Like you have community yeah. and you feel a lot of agency sort of given to you that normally isn't granted to you. Um, and I think that that is super powerful and like just really good for the soul of the kids um but uh more specifically as an activism based program i think that peel is really helpful because um it gives more agency in that like we learn what we can actually do um with the knowledge that we get so um i recently went to this talk by loretta ross who uh speaks a lot about um, calling out versus calling in and how right now we have like a call-out culture and cancel culture. And um, so it's a lot of people like complaining or like exposing other people, but it's like disguised as activism. I remember that specifically. She was like, this is under the guise of activism. (laughs) But like it's, you're not actually creating change, but I feel like something like Peel gives us the power to know how we can change later. And also we do a lot of like understanding um, like the empathetic side of the right. activism in that, like, there are people who just don't have this information, right? But, like, we have this information and we're learning how to use it in, like, productive ways as opposed yeah. to just, like, being on Instagram and calling right. celebrities problematic, right? Right. Um, so I think that for both those reasons, like, for personal reasons, I feel empowered and I always feel better when I leave Peel and I feel, mm. like, ready to take on the world but, and also for, like, world reasons it's good to have right. all these young people who like have experience as a young person um like talking about these things and like learning how to create change and then like later growing into adults right who are gonna continue creating change yeah for sure yeah i i heavily feel the instagram thing guilty yeah to it's that. so frustrating <laughs> <laughs> um i'm very guilty to that but Same. yeah it's i mean it's hard stuff but i think like I mean, Colin, what you're doing with creating this space and what other adults are now doing a lot more of is creating a space for youth so that they're not on Instagram Mm -hmm. and they're instead actually creating change and they're actually feeling good about themselves. Mm -hmm. And so, like, I know that's one thing for me um, when I, um, like, with the uh, Mayor's Youth Commission, um, like, I just felt like... I don't remember how old I was, but I was young. And I just felt like, I don't have this voice. Why, mm-hmm. you know, I deserve this voice. I need this voice because I have one and it's valuable like every other person. And so, um, yeah, that's cool. It's so cool. I think what Kells was saying as well about like um, cancel culture and calling out right. versus calling in, I think it really points to the the fact that like real change and like, real progress has always come out of um, human connection, I think, you know? And um, it comes from a place of, like, unity. And Mm -hmm. I think when we get together and, like, we work on calling in and, like, connecting through these issues, then I think that that's, like, that is a 
phenomenally phenomenally impactful act you know yeah like um not just calling people out on instagram right um and not just like like dividing up like that but like really having a space where we can like connect and unite and um come together over these issues i think that that's incredibly valuable yeah and i think i mean on the topic of social media i know that one goal that um the Mayor's Commission is currently having is like trying to use social media to call in people. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that's hard stuff too because you know social media has turned into cancel culture and mm-hmm. it's turned into calling out people. And so I guess like what? How would you uh, for people who are trying to get trying to call in people through social media because so many people are on it social media? Like how would you? How would what would be the best way to do that do you think I think taking it to the DMs and not calling names is like the biggest thing so Mm -hmm. don't do it publicly where you have an audience and don't like just call names that's like the biggest thing for me because like that shuts people down and if it's public like then you have shame and embarrassment on top of all of it right um and I think like trying to be open and like um invite their input even though that is really difficult sometimes yeah. but like be willing being willing to listen right yeah and then also to share and not like back down from sharing like yeah. your experience and your view of why x y or z is problematic right yeah i think it's um easier said than done it's it's, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's, so true. it's incredibly <laughs> difficult to have unconditional positive regard for the people that hurt you right. but i think that if we want to change minds and we want to really like move forward, we need to move forward with love and a willingness to educate yeah. and um, compassion, I think. And that is, I think, the hardest part of activism because like um, anybody can like call someone out or anybody right. could, um, you know, shame somebody publicly right. very easily, yeah. <laughs> especially with like the tools we have now. But um, just in my personal experience, um, the only thing that's ever really worked to change people's minds is um, having compassion and and like being willing, like having like like wanting to educate and have a conversation. You know, yeah. um, I've been to a lot of protests and marches in my life, and mm-hmm. um, there's always like uh, like people. You know, there's always going to be people that are like picketing and they've got their signs that are like, like, you're going to go to hell and rah, like right. you know, all over the place. And um, the only time I've ever actually gotten one of those people to ha- like, like, you know, shut their stuff down and like leave is I, um, I had a conversation with them about it. And I said, like, hey, what are you here for? Like, and they were just like, they were like talking over me and they were like, Bad. but I was like, no, really? Like, why are you here? And um in their mind, what they thought they were doing was, like, good, and they were, like, right. trying to, like, um, you know, they were, like, a like a religious picketer, and so they were, like, like no, it's, like, it's out of love, like, I'm trying to, like, save you, or whatever, um, and I kind of had this conversation with them that ultimately resulted in, like, well, when you love people, you don't hurt them, and you're hurting these people by right. yelling about this, and um, having that conversation with him and not being combative about it. Uh, he put away his megaphone and left, you know, like that's the only time that that's ever really worked for me, you know? And I think that if we want to really, um, kind of like fix this culture of calling people out and having so much like intense, 
division, I guess. Mm. We we need to do the really hard work of um, being compassionate towards yeah. the people that can do harm, and that's that's incredibly difficult to do. Oh yeah. Um, and I think it's absolutely acceptable to not always have the energy or the wherewithal to do that. Yeah. Um, but I think the more of that, the more the more love that we can generate in the world, the better. You know, right. like that's because like that's what changes people's minds is. Um, compassionate education on these types of issues. Yeah. I mean, that's so powerful. I love that. I think, like, it's, I mean, it is hard, and it's, I, I feel for myself a lot, like, I don't have the energy to do this today. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. You know, and I just... And I, it's exhausting as a marginalized person to always be the person that has to educate right. the people yeah. that are yelling at you, you yeah. know? And <laughs> like, so, it's super yeah. tough. Yeah, I mean, and I'm sure, too, like, it's tough to know where to go as well and that's why we have things like peel that's why we have peer education you know it's so that we aren't the only ones fighting back against this we can educate our peers and come together and people will you know stick up for us when we don't have the energy to stick up for ourselves you know it's about like community like community you know community organizing (laughs) yeah that's super cool um what's the most fun about peel what is it? I mean, you can. <laughs> I love you. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, my I'm like a kind of a nerd. I just really like discussing social justice oh issues. I'm I like, I love having a place where I can go and like just like pop off about stuff and then have right. people listen. <laughs> right. And, yeah. But have it be productive and not yeah. just me being frustrated. You know? Yeah. So I like. I honestly think the funnest part of Peel is just <laughs> having um, having a space to do that and have those conversations, you know. Yeah, for sure. I really enjoy uh, the events and, like, doing things. Um, yeah, I, I really enjoyed the events that we've done. And also, like, uh, there's been a couple of moments when we're, like, at a table crafting together and just talking. Nice. And I really love those moments as well. Yeah, the crafty moments are really sad. Yeah. That's super awesome. And how about you, Colin? Oh, uh, that it still exists three years later. That's pretty <laughs> fun. Um, yeah, I think, I don't know, there's so much that I love about it. I think one of one of my favorite things is just how many, um, just like how much awesome stuff everyone involved in our group brings. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we're a volunteer-run staff team. So uh, it's myself and a few other uh, adults who uh, work with youth in our day jobs and then choose to to come do this in our non-day jobs because yeah. that's how you spend your weekends, you know? <laughs> yeah, I love it. Um, and then, you know, we have these youth who have so many, like, just amazing things that they're passionate about. And so, like, there's just so much... Uh, just so many different topics and expertise mm-hmm. and uh, just like uh, outlooks that like everybody brings to this space. Uh, I think that's pretty fun because I'm a nerd too. Yeah. Um, also, I want to give a shout out to uh, the Center for Gender Equity at yeah. uh, Pacific Lutheran yes. University because right. they've been letting us, uh, we meet like about twice a month and they've been letting us use their space uh, for the past year. That's awesome. Yeah. And I'd say probably the most fun for me is we have this tradition at Peel. Uh, we're still working on a name for it, but essentially there's like this stuffed oh, uterus. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. At the at the yeah. Center for Gender Equity, and at the end of every meeting, we get in a circle and we toss the uterus, <laughs> and we each share like words of wisdom or like just encouragement mm-hmm. uh, until we see each other next. And I think that's probably yeah. my favorite because I love great. a weird tradition, and people say such nice things. Yeah, it's, you know? really, it's a really great way to end a yeah. meeting. I, yeah, I love that. 
Yeah, that's super cool. Um, so what has changed the most for you after being part of Peel? For me personally or, like, what I've noticed? Both. Oh. <laughs> um, I'm making it hard. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. Um, I've Well, as I, I, I said this a little bit earlier, but uh, I've noticed a lot of, like, shift in um, other members and, like, their leadership mm-hmm. positions, and it's really cool seeing that. Um, uh, for me personally, I... I don't know. It's weird. So the past year or so, I've I've been like going through going through it a little bit, and like I started college, and I like dropped out of college also mm. within that time frame, um, and uh, so I'm like trying to learn how to use my time wisely. Um, yeah. So I've like gotten a little bit exhausted with not only peel but like everything going on in my life, but then also realizing that like. Along with this exhaustion, I get, like, empowered and I get more energy by still going to these meetings. Mm. So, like, realizing where my passions, like, truly lie and what passions of mine um, are more beneficial for, like, myself yeah. um, are really that's – that's been valuable, I would say. For me, um, I would say – well, the thing that's changed the most for me personally is I feel so much more legit. <laughs> like. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, okay. I'm like a, I'm actually, you know, um, doing this thing, and right. it's in the in like an official capacity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, not you just, are legit. Thank you. Thank you. Too legit. Like the validation. To quit. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but um, yeah, just like having, um, I don't know, just like having um, such a fantastic group of people behind me and yeah. um having these like resources and like actually setting aside like a chunk of time to focus on this thing that I'm really passionate about um has definitely I think it's just it's empowered me more it um just yeah yeah I've just noticed like a change in like how I feel about my activism and also how I feel about like my activist peers you know like really um connecting with like the other youth and Mm. um just seeing how intensely cool it is like how (laughs) much everybody can bring to the table you know and so that's sort of like it's just like changed how I view like my activism and the way that it relates to other people in a lot of different ways you know and then the biggest change that I've seen in Peel itself um I'm just like so stoked on how much the younger members have been like evolving and Mm -hmm. seeing how they're like developing those like leadership skills and they're getting really fired up about stuff and starting to like (laughs) open up and um really connect with the work like that's just been Mm. so cool to see that with like some of the younger members and be like Mm -hmm. wow like I'm just so proud of them (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's been a phenomenal change to witness just over the last year for sure awesome well I think the most important question that I'm about to ask is where can you join Peel and how Oh, everyone's looking at me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, depending on when this airs, uh, you can uh, learn more about Peel at TacomaPeel.com. That's Peel like a banana, P-E-E-L. <laughs> um, and uh, you can also look. We have a Facebook page uh, and an Instagram page. Uh, we currently 
are uh, doing Peel as like a spring and a fall leadership session. So today, uh, actually, we're heading straight from this uh, this chat with you to uh, our youth interest meeting um, awesome. for for our spring session. Um, and uh, so typically we'll do like an interest meeting and then we have a day long peer education training day where at the interest meeting, the youth pick a bunch of topics and uh, we, the volunteers and some of the youth, like we uh, just kind of collectively figure out who's going to uh, create content and lead different topics. And then they start working on what kind of projects do they want to build for the um for that leadership session. So depending on when you're listening to this, um, we could be at various states of that process. Awesome. Um, but yeah, check out check us out online. Um, that's easiest. And uh, even if it's over the summer, if you want to get involved, like please reach out because uh, uh, we are uh, every month that we're not meeting as a leadership uh, cohort, we're still uh, meeting once a month uh, with our youth uh, leaders and adult volunteers alike to do that behind the scenes planning. Awesome. That's super great. Well, thank you guys so much for coming on. Um, I'm very excited about this, and I'm super excited that, that more of Tacoma gets to know about Beale. Mm. So, thank you so much for thank having you us. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Great. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>